You're tuned to The Drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And Matt, uh, we've gone over some other mock drafts here, uh, kind of as the, they've come out mm-hmm. um, from some of the, the, the top guys here. Bucky Brooks uh, from NFL.com yeah. did his first one. Uh, we did Jer- Daniel Jeremiah's uh, last week, um, Mel Kuyper's. Let's yeah. talk about Bucky Brooks' first-round mock draft here. Bucky does great work. He was a played in the league, scout for the Packers and Panthers, maybe others, but uh, he does a great job, so I'm excited to see what he has to say about it. He's got Evan Neal going number one overall to Jacksonville. Yeah. We've seen a couple names. I mean, yeah. Two different offensive lines. A couple of offensive tackles, end. yeah. Right, you know. Yeah, it, it makes, I guess, a little more sense. Yeah. You get a chance. to The Jaguars, in their first draft, took Tony Baselli mm-hmm. in their first ever draft. Yeah, Is good there, point. You know. Right. So, uh, it's obviously, the, the ownership is different. The, the higher You've got to protect yeah, Trevor Lawrence. I think that's most yeah. important for them. Um, one note here, and, and people probably think this, I'm trying to exaggerate or a hot take. I really believe, and I've heard several of these analysts, these guys we've cited, saying nobody from this draft probably cracks the top 10 from last year's draft. I mean, you got to remember there's a lot of quarterbacks in yeah. there. You know, so it, it's there's not a slam dunk first overall guy. They're all really good prospects. They're going to go early, but they aren't elite prospects necessarily. Yeah. Uh, he's got Aiden Hutchinson going to the Lions. Mm-hmm. I can't believe they would pass on him. That's kind of chalky. Yeah, if yeah. he doesn't go one, I think he's going to be a Lion. Yeah. Uh, at three, they have the Texans taking Kayvon Thibodeau. Okay. Their defense is better than their offense. They kind of need everything. Yeah. I would just take the best prospect, period, if I were them. Right. Uh, at four, he has the Jets taking Ikewanu. Ikewanu, okay. Yeah. And he would be the right tackle. Um, if they would re-sign Morgan Moses, I assume they'd be out of that market. Right. Um, and they have some cap space as well. They have Vera Tucker. They have Becton. You know, so pretty, pretty, pretty solid nice offensive start. line. Yeah. yeah, Vera Tucker was really good this year. Becton missed a lot of time. Yeah. At five, he has the Giants taking Charles Cross. So three offensive yeah. linemen. Get used to this, folks. Yeah. Not yeah. sexy. Not sexy. But in a a draft with lacking star power, yeah, give me a foundational tackle. Yeah. I mean, I'll take it all day long. One of the cited had crossed all the way going to twenty. Yeah, um, that's not happening. That, folks, don't don't even think about it. I yeah. mean, I, don't even get your hopes up this early in the process. Um, the only knock on him is he's not super powerful. He, um, I, I think the Steelers are going to look for bulk and nastiness in the yeah. row line. I, I'm not sure he fits here 100% anyway, but he's a really good prospect. At six, he has the Panthers taking Ahmad Gardner, the cornerback out of Cincinnati. We, him and DJ both did this. Yeah, it's kind of strange. And, and I listened to their... Move the Six podcast. And I get it. That's the best player available at and six. And that's what they were saying, yeah. too. And it's also, um, I think Gilmore is a free agent. But they just drafted Horn. They just traded for C.J. Henderson from Jacksonville. And Gilmore's in the equation. They could potentially franchise him. Their quarterback and O-line situation might be the worst in the league when you combine the yeah. two. I mean. Their I, problem is, is somebody going to want to trade up to that spot? Right. To six. There's no quarterbacks that you're going to take at six. Not at six. Unless somebody feels like they have to get up ahead of Denver. It's possible. Which is possible, but is there going to be somebody that you have to have? 
let's revisit this after the Senior Bowl. We might start. Yeah. Because these quarterbacks are going to heat up, folks. I yeah. mean, it's easy to say now, nobody's worth it. Eh, you know, I mean, it doesn't mean they're all going to hit, but they're going to pick up steam, too. And maybe they would have taken, maybe Bucky would have given him cross if he would have fought to yeah. be involved. Yeah. Uh, it's seven. He has the Giants then taking David Ajabu, the uh, edge rusher right. out of Michigan. Again, uh, really, really athletic guy. Hasn't played a ton of football. Um, they do need edge. I'd have a hard time passing on offensive line, including Linderbaum, if I were them. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, they already took one, so. What's that? They already took one offensive lineman. This is the Giants' first pick. That's their second one, I thought. No, Jets already had one. This no, the Giants their... picked a five. Who'd they take a five? Charles Cross. Oh, okay. Okay. No, you're right. No, that makes sense. Then. Yeah. yeah that, that, that would make I mean, a lot it could, of sense. I mean, it could really load up on the I, offensive line. <laughs> I wouldn't object to Linderbaum in yeah. the first, second pick either in the first round. At eight, he has the Falcons taking Derek Stingley. Okay. It's interesting that he had sauce ahead of Stingley. Um, Stingley's best year was the Burrow year at yeah. LSU. Then he sat out a year, and then he missed a lot of time this year, and I guess his tape wasn't quite as good as it was two years ago. But he might go to the combine and run a 4-2. And right. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> forget about it, you know. At nine, he has the Broncos taking Kenny Pickett. Okay. Quick question. Any of those top eight, could you see a quarterback going? No. I don't think so either. I mean, Atlanta, unless de- unless Detroit traded down, I'm just from where they sit. Now. But they got another pick in the, at the right, end of the first right, right, right. Yeah. I think that could be a quarterback. I don't yeah. know if Bucky agrees, but I guess nine is when you start sniffing quarterbacks. Yeah. Like if Atlanta's roster was a little more complete, maybe. But they just need so much other stuff, too. right? I think you stick with Ryan. In fact, Atlanta may be the spot the teams want to trade up to. Possibly. If you do like a quarterback. Yeah. And to your Carolina point, I mean, that's pretty early to trade up for to go get a Kenny Pickett, I mean, yeah. considering his skill set. But, you know, I get it. At 10, the Jets, with their next selection, take Garrett Wilson, the wide receiver out of Ohio State. That makes perfect sense. If he were available for the Steelers, I'd be all, okay. You're going to have any problem yeah. with that at all. Yeah. No, I see what you're saying. At 11, Washington takes Matt Corral. See, there could be a run in this neighborhood. Yeah. You know, pre 20. Post 10, you know, I mean, there certainly could be a run. Right. Um, that would make a lot of sense for them. Mm-hmm. He's the only one that won't be at the senior bowl that's right. in first-round consideration, and he's fighting an injury. He's battling, coming back from an injury. At 12, the Vikings take George Karloftis. The edge Big defensive end, right. We don't know who's going to charge the team yet, but. Uh, I think they just did hire a GM today. They did hire a GM yeah. today, actually, yeah. Uh, was he the, the Browns guy? Yeah, I believe so. Super analytically driven. He's a Princeton... Maybe MIT. I mean, he's a real uh, stats and analytics and finance guy. You know, he's not a quote football dude. Yeah, but, but that doesn't that doesn't mean they won't take Karloftis. I don't know. Uh, at thirteen, the Browns then take Drake London, wide receiver out of USC. I would, I would think if you ask Browns fans right now, we'll give you Drake London for the thirteenth pick. Would you take it? They should all say yes. Yeah, uh, he's pretty impressive. At fourteen, the Ravens select. Any chance that 13th pick's quarterback? No. I don't think so. I don't think so. Maybe round two. Yeah. You know, yeah. If, if, if a guy falls. Uh, Tyler Lindenbaum to the Ravens. Uh, interesting, because I, I, I've been meaning to say this for a couple of weeks now, that there's going to be a lot of people excited about Linderbaum here in Pittsburgh, rightfully so, because, boy, would he be awesome. No way does he get past the Ravens. He's not getting past the Ravens. No way does he no. get past the Ravens. Unless they, he's a free agent this year. Unless one unless of those offensive tackles would happen the fall. Maybe. It's the only way that I see that Yeah, happening. right. I mean, I just can't imagine that front office passing on a sure bet center 
and plug them in for 12 years. You know? Yeah. At 15, the Eagles, with the first of their three picks, take Kyle Hamilton. That's, really late that's as him. far as he's fallen I've in any of these drafts. That we've second seen. or third in yeah. some of these drafts. The safety. I that, mean, would be a, that would be a conversation for the Ravens. That would be a conversation. Hamilton versus Linderbaum. Be a tough call. <laughs> They'd be pretty happy to have that, <laughs> have that decision to make. Yeah. I mean, he's just a difference maker. Yeah. Uh, at 16, that would almost be like when Derwin James fell. Yeah, I was about to say the exact same thing. Yeah. You know, like, why is he falling this far? Safety. At 16, the Eagles then take Traylon Burks, the big wide receiver out of Arkansas. That'd be a good compliment to Smith. It would be, yeah. Very different, run after the catch, break tackles, physical guy. Uh, at 17, the Chargers take Trevor Penning, the offensive tackle out of Northern Iowa. I've been told that he's a guy to really watch next week at the Senior Bowl yeah. because the, the the reservations people have on him are, we don't have any tape of him blocking NFL people. Right. But he is a super athletic, super athletic, yeah. and kills the competition he does. So we might be talking about him in the top ten. Yeah, and those Northern Iowa, yeah, right, right. Have they're been, doing something right. Yeah, I mean, he'd be hard to pass up a twenty. At eighteen, the Saints take Chris Olave, the uh, wide receiver out of Ohio State. Rewind the last segment. I mean, they could have a <laughs> hundred more needs now that or then than they do now, including quarterback. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Delave makes all the sense in the world. They have Ohio State connections, and they need receivers. At 19, the Eagles then take their third first-round draft pick, Jeremiah John or Jermaine Johnson, I should say, the edge, edge rusher out of yeah, uh, Florida yeah. State. He's a Georgia transfer. Name keeps popping up earlier and earlier every mock draft yeah. I see or every conversation I see used to be, oh, I think he's probably going to sneak in the first round. Now he's, like, doing the top 20. Yeah. At 20, he has the Steelers taking – Trayvon Walker, the big defensive uh, tackle out of Georgia. I, I don't, I don't love that. I think he's more Aaron Smith than those tackle too. Yeah, I mean he's kind of a tall, long, super athletic. One of the problems with mock drafts, and I've been there, and I, I'm not a, a, giving Bucky a hard time. It's like I pretty much know Walker's going to go in the top twenty, and I don't have a good spot to stick him, so I'm going to put him there so he doesn't fall to twenty eight. And everyone's like, you don't like Walker, but you know, I mean. I can't see that being the style defensive lineman they yeah. take. There'll be some picks here after this one that you look at and go, yeah, the Steelers probably I would rather prefer have that those guy. guys. Yeah, uh, no, that, I don't think that happens. That would be at twenty-one. He has the Patriots taking Devin Lloyd, the linebacker out of Utah. That would be interesting. I mean, the top pure linebacker does a lot of good stuff. He'll be at the Senior Bowl. He's kind of the. Whereas Devin Bush is is a shorter guy, he's he's six three. Yeah, he's six three. Yeah, he's got the length, so that would be a nice pairing. He he runs, yeah. covers. I mean, he would be a perfect. Steal. He rushes a passer. Yeah. I mean, because of the year he's coming out, he's going to be compared to Micah Parsons a little bit, which yeah. is frankly unfair. I mean, Micah Parsons is a great edge rusher. This guy can rush the passer off the edge. He's not a great edge rusher. Yeah, but think that mold. Think Vince Williams. With more talent, the speed, yeah, yeah. And, and, <laughs> and size, and, and, yeah. and right, 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 yeah. I mean, it'd be hard to pass on. Uh, I'd rather have him than the Georgia Edwards. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Twenty-two. He has the Raiders taking Jordan Davis, the other defensive tackle out of Georgia. He would be such a good fit here. I just don't know if I can use twenty on a guy that's going to play, gonna 20, play snaps. twenty snaps. Right, right, right. I just don't know if I can do it, considering what they have and need. Yeah. At twenty-three. I don't even know if that makes sense for them. They play in the Who same. Who is that again? For the Raiders. They play in the same division as the Chargers. In the in the. It all depends. I mean, a 
Some people don't even he'd want be, nose tackles. He'd be great in, in those games when they play Denver. Right. <laughs> he'll, he'll play a lot of snaps against Denver. Right. He's not going to play many snaps Chiefs. against the Chiefs and Chargers. No. Also, we don't know who their coaching staff <laughs> right. is either. Uh, 23, the the Cardinals take Trent McDuffie, the cornerback out of Washington. Okay. That yeah, makes sense. It's, it's supposedly a pretty good corner class. Yeah. At 24, the Cowboys take the first true guard, Kenyon Green, out of Texas A&M. Yeah. I bet he goes higher than that. Yeah. It's all said and done. I, I would have less of a problem if the Steelers took him at 20. Right, right. That's I think another he's a pick that would make sense. Plug and play starter. Yeah. I don't think he's at the Linderbaum level, but I think he's clearly the number one guard. Yeah. Probably will play a really long time, middle of the first round type guy. You know. Uh, at 25, the Bills take Roger McCreary, cornerback out of Auburn. Makes sense. Um, I, I think corner absolutely has a chance to be that pick. Opposite Tredavis White, that's probably their weakest starter. I also think the A&M guard could be a play for them, too. They'd have yeah. a hard time passing on They don't need much. Um, at 26, still haven't seen the Alabama receiver taken. Yeah, injury-related. Yeah, somebody let him fall to the second round here. Yeah. Uh, 26, the Titans take Jahan Dotson, uh, wide receiver out of Penn State. I did a breakdown of the Titans. All the teams that got eliminated today on my podcast. They're in a rough spot. They're one of the teams that is over the cap already. Their center's up. Their right guard is up. Their right tackle's bad. They need a, a receiver in a bad way. Their number one tight end, Ferkser, is up. Landry's going to make a fortune on the on the market. And you might want to consider drafting a quarterback in the first round or yeah. two. Tannehill's not a spring. He's no spring chicken. He's I mean, yeah. he's old. He became in the league old, and he's been in the league longer than people think. Yeah. I, their division looks very easy, but they're not in a great spot right now. At 27, the Buccaneers take Kair Elam, cornerback out of Florida. That's a new name. Okay. Uh, from what I understand, he's a tr- tremendous speed guy. His brother was a first-round pick of right. the Ravens a little bit ago. Big height-weight speed type of corner. They also could be in for a rough offseason, too. Yeah. They're, they're, Especially they're Brady retires. Say Brady retires, <laughs> Gronk will go with them. And, you know, they could be. I think Gronk said today that if he had to make the decision right now, he'd probably retire. He kind of looks like it. I mean, yeah. he's lumbering out there. I'm sure Tom can convince him to come back if they're going to do one more year, but I think their window's closing quickly there. Yeah. Although that division's really bad. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, at 28, Green Bay takes DeMarvin Leal. The defensive mm. lineman out of, or Leo, I should say, the defensive yeah. lineman out of Texas A&M. First time we've seen him. It's another team that just got eliminated, so it kind of broke down their situation. They are the second worst cap team in the league behind the Saints, and they're going to have to move on from Preston Smith, maybe Zadarius Smith. They're going to have some brand name guys gone. Yeah. And that's why Aaron Rodgers said he's not in on, on a rebuild. Right. Right. You know, he's Devontae looking at the, Adams. Is he's up. looking at that cap situation too, and going. You're just going to lose guys. We're going to keep me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they might be Jordan Love and go cheap. And even if you franchise Adams, you don't have the, you got to cut a lot of guys to do that. You know, so I don't know. Green Bay's not in a great spot either. At 29, the Bengals. Take they are in a great spot. People hate to hear that. Bernard Raymond, the offensive tackle out of Central Michigan. Mm, okay. A little light in the pants, but. Yeah, right. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Uh, I, the other thing I said. Is he today, more of a left than a right? I don't know yet, to be honest yeah. with you. I think probably more of a left, but yeah. I mean, they Jonah could, could they move could take, yeah. and he, he, make I'm the rookie kinda, play backwards or, you know. Jonah Williams, he's kind of... I think he's okay. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sold on him as being, oh, he's a stud. No, I don't think he's a stud. 
Um, of their five linemen, he's the only one I'd like guarantee a job, though. I mean, he's yeah. better than the rest of the group. Um, as I mentioned the Bengals. They have a lot of cap space. I'll be really critical if they don't add two or three starters in early draft or free agency. Yeah. That would be my whole offseason project for that. At 30, the Dolphins take. They go a lot of ways. But... N'Kobe Dean, the linebacker out of Georgia. Okay. I don't know that linebacker is a big need for they them. They just gave uh, Jerome Baker like $14 million a year. Yeah, their O-lines and shambles. Yeah, I mean, it, it, that's probably another one of, I got to get Jacoby Dean in the first round. Yeah. He's going to go in the first round. At 31, the Lions take David Bell, wide receiver out of Purdue. It's the first time, first I've seen time we've name. seen that. Yeah. Name. I mean, I know who he is. I didn't consider him as a first round type player. No, I I'm... thought he was more of a mid two. We'll see. I mean, find out more about him. Highly productive. Another new name as here. As a Lion, you said? Yeah. Well, they could use it. Kansas City takes at 32. Daxton Hill, defensive back out of Michigan. Safety type, do it all type of player. They love those Thornhill, Matthew, you know, run around, do a lot of different stuff in the in the secondary, can cover the slot at times, come down the box. Yeah, that makes sense for them, I, I mean, guess. They need to, they need to keep Sorensen off to be like, yeah. he can't play. I think that's what that draft pick does. Yeah. You know, it's like we need to keep Sorensen off the field. He's always Waldo. Everyone finds him. Um, anything on defense, their linebackers are pretty well set. Another defensive lineman probably wouldn't hurt. I wouldn't be shocked if that's a – Receiver, though. You know, you mentioned the Bama receiver. They wouldn't need him to play right this minute. You know, yeah. if it takes a little while to get adjusted, Williams, I would keep a strength of strength. Uh, These two, t- you know, everybody says, how the, I was asked on my on my live cues yesterday, how do the Chiefs and Rams keep doing this? You know, like, if you look at it, the Rams have no cap space. No, right, they're right against it. The Chiefs, if you look at their salary cap situation – I'm not sure where they're at this year, but I think Mahomes gets expensive this year. Next year, Mahomes' salary jumps from seven million this year to thirty-five million yeah, next year. And I think it's like fifty the year after that. I mean, like it just keeps going up. They can obviously adjust that. They they sure. gave, gave him that deal with that in mind. I mean, signed an eight or ten year deal. Or but something, now you're right? kicking the can down the road. They have twenty million dollars in available cap space next year, which sounds like oh, that's pretty decent. It is. You got to sign a left tackle. Yeah, Orlando Brown's up. You traded the first round pick for him, so you're going to sign him, right? Yeah, it's that's always a rough business. Yeah, so he wasn't he, even great either. No, it's Probably not like he's on not him. like he's awesome, but right, he's going right, to cost right. you sixteen, seventeen million. Yeah, well, let's like, fifteen get, minimum. Actually, <laughs> they have the they have the calculated market values of their here are their guys that they're going to have to think about resigning. Okay. Orlando Brown, twenty three point three million according to Spotrack, <laughs> which he's not worth, but. Miami might think he's worth that. Yeah. Carolina might think he's worth that. And How about Tyreek Hill? He's not up after this year, though. But he's going to want to. He's going into his final year of his contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to want to redo that. Sure. Uh, Twenty-one point four million dollars a year for Tyreek Hill. He's instrumental. Yeah. McCole Hardman. Okay, I would let him walk. You say that, but that's Byron, why I would consider a receiver. At Byron Pringle, mm. also a free agent. I think Pringle's more valuable than Hardman. Well, the, the contract, they're estimating Hardman at $10.2 million. Ugh, They're estimating Pringle, Pringle at three point three. Wow. Pringle's better today. Hardman just has traits that yeah. are unteachable. Uh, Demarcus Robinson's also. So three of the backup receivers. Okay, here's a prediction. I'm going to chisel in stone right now. The thirty With the 32nd pick in the drafts, Kansas City Chiefs select wide receiver 
blah, 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 from wherever. <laughs> yeah. No way Andy Reid's going to not have stud wide receivers and take some safety or whatever with all those yeah. contracts Here's looming. the thing. That's just how they are, man. You got a great quarterback yeah. who's going to be making $35 million a year next year. You can't surround him with pretty things anymore. You don't right? have to. Yeah, <laughs> that right. shouldn't be. And you shouldn't have to. You shouldn't right? have to. He should elevate those guys around him. I know, but I, I always look back at how, like, the Manning Colts were built. Like, we'll be okay everywhere else. Let's just keep giving Peyton first-round picks and score 40 every game. But the problem is here, okay, they have $21 million in cap space. Mm, which is going to dry up in a heartbeat. It dries up. Can you even afford to sign Orlando Brown? And Tyreek Hill. Well, Tyreek, you could wait. You could, but he's going to be not happy about it. No, I mean Tyreek. Like, Tyreek's <laughs> his base salary next year is one point one point zero three five million. He gets mm-hmm. a he has a sixteen point five million dollar roster bonus. He still he's counts. Going to get he counts twenty uh twenty point six million dollars against the cap. Wow. So and he's not going to be thrilled with if you if you extend him. You could probably lower that number a little bit, mm-hmm. a little bit, and you're you're not going to let him leave Kansas City. We know this, but it doesn't do you enough to to create any cap space. Mm-hmm. No, that's because he's sticky. making because he's they got four guys on their roster right, four guys on their roster making who count more than twenty million dollars next year. Tyree, Kelsey, Jones, Mahomes, Frank Clark. He's gonna get cut. Frank Clark is $26 million. Mm-hmm. The capologists haven't put out their lists. Of, but he actually played pretty well for them. He got year. better as the season yeah. went on, too. But you can't, for all the reasons we just talked about, he's going to be gone. If or they, restructured. And if like, they I cut think him, it's, off, still right? count, it's, it's still $12.9 million in dead dead money. Wow. So, okay, he gets, yeah. your, he gets your $14 million. That gets you enough money to sign Orlando Hill. Brown right, right. in your draft picks. But that's about it. That's about it. No, you're right. I mean, it could be the first of many Mahomes restructures. Could already be happening this year. It's he's, hard to stay on top. He's got man. a twenty-seven point four million dollar roster bonus. Mahomes does. Yeah. Wow. And again, him and Hill are going to get them. Of course, their <laughs> roster bonuses. <It's> t- <laughs> and you're not going to franchise. I just looked at his t- Patrick Mahomes dead cap. If they re- if they were to release him or trade him, yeah. $92 million. <laughs> I've never seen one that high. I've never seen one. 50. <laughs> yeah, he's not getting Chris Jones. Chris Jones is $32 million. I mean, they're married to these guys. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Mahomes, whatever he costs is no big deal. But, uh, I mean, Chris Jones, is he going to be great in two years? He's I mean, tw- he's a million dollar, inconsistent. $29 right. million dollar cap hit. He's going to be – he's 27 now. He's going to be mm-hmm. 28. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He already doesn't play – Hard 100% right. of the time. But he's what they want. I mean, I get he, it. I get it. Yeah. But man. Right. That's, you got, and you're always going to be picking 25 or later right. for the next couple of years. You know? Oh, by the way, Joe Thune costs 17.8 million. Oh, I million forgot. He's, I believe, the highest paid guard in the league. Yeah. Right. They're paying Anthony Hitchens 12.6 He's man. a cap casualty. Yeah. No matter what. They have two young lines. And he only, second round he still has, he only, that only creates $8 million. That was a bad contract when they signed it when people thought he was good. Yeah. Let alone since. I mean, Kel- I mean there are be Kelsey's the cut. bargain on that roster at $8.8 million. And he's the second highest paid tight end, or him or Kittle or neck and neck. Yeah. Tight ends are a bargain. Here's how, here's how their roster is built. This is this is strange. This is really weird. So, one, two, three, four, five, really six, seven, eight. You know who their eighth highest paid player on the roster is? Who, Going into next year. Someone we haven't mentioned yet? Yeah. Someone you haven't mentioned uh, yet. Honey Badger. No. He's not, he's not under contract, I don't think. Hmm. 
Maybe that's why Bucky had him taking a safety. Could be. I mean, he's yeah. I don't. I don't see him on here. He's a little guy that's taken a beating over his career. I don't know that I'm investing heavy in yeah. Aramata. Surprised he's not on their market value thing here. Free free agents. But Who's think. the eighth highest? The eighth highest list? paid chief going into next year is Harrison Butker. Hmm. At like four million or something. He's four point two million. They're really top heavy. So you're saying the top seven eat up like eighty percent of the cap Kelsey's, or something. Kelsey's right, right, right. seven at eight point eight million dollars. If they if they do release Frank Clark and Anthony Hitchens, Hitchens. now they're real. I mean, yeah, and you're super thin too. Yeah, interesting. I mean, that's why you pay Mahomes all that money is you, you need to elevate. Yeah, elevate. Interesting. I mean, four of their receivers are up. I think it gets. I think it, it gets a lot more difficult for them next year. This, there's, there's Kelsey's not young. Yeah, there were some rumors that well, Juju Smith Schuster would like to sign with the Chiefs. Oh, that's great. They don't have money. They don't have any money. Right, right, right. That's that's swell. I'm sure a lot of people be in the same boat. Yeah, and Kelsey. they're the type of team people will take less for probably. But are not, you going to take markedly less? You're not going to take four instead of nine <laughs> <laughs> to go play with Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it makes sense. You start breaking down some of these teams. I mean, they're not as fluid as you think. No, it's, it it can certainly change quickly here. Much yeah. like we talked about with the Saints. I mean, there's some teams that are going to have to, even though they've got some cap space, mm-hmm. they're still going to make moves to. They're going to eat eating it up pretty yeah. quick. Yeah, without question. I am excited from the capologists out there. Of these are all potential salary cap cut guys too, because Steelers could be in the market for one of these guys that gets cut. You absolutely, know? absolutely, without absolutely. Question. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We're going to take a break. When we come back, talk a little more Steeler football and what's going on around the, uh, around the league right after this. 